0: Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. Welcome to the Midwest Film News Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm John. I'm Brian. Today, we're going to talk about Bloodline Bloodline Season 2. Season (laughs) 2. Thank you, John. Yep. But before we get to all that, feedback at com is where you can write to us. Let us know what you think of the show, the things that we talk about. We're also at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Go to com for all previous 183-plus bonus episodes with full show notes, so you can skip over the and things you don't want to hear. You can also go to the support store there, so you can buy different Midwest Game Nerds and Film Nerds apparel and also donate to the show. And uh, go to dot com. You can shop there. Part of the money you spend will come back to us, so we can make our show network even better. We're also doing Gone to Texas, a podcast about AMC's Preacher. Check that out on iTunes, Stitcher, and where podcasts are available, or g2tpodcast.com. That's letter G, number two, letter com.
1: I considered whisper echoing all of that, <laughs> but I thought it might make me throw up once I figured out how fast you were going.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm glad I could go fast. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Said no one ever. Yeah. So... Bloodline. <laughs> we sat down with Nick and talked about Bloodline Season 1 last year. It's a bonus episode. Came out probably in April or May time frame. Go back and check that out. If you
1: haven't seen Bloodline Season 1, don't listen to this.
0: Yeah, Bloodline Season 1. It, Bloodline is a Netflix television show, first of all. so Long story short, we loved it. We loved it quite a bit. I still want to not spoil Season 1 in this little stretch here. That's difficult, but but. then we'll get right into spoilers after the first maybe 10 minutes. It'll be clearly uh, marked and you guys will know. So, John, what did you think of Bloodline season two? I loved it again,
1: like round two nailed it, knocked it out of the park, did not expect it to be as good as it was, because like Nick said in his in the in the first uh, recap that we did, uh, he thought it was going to be a one and done kind of thing. Mm. I also kind of felt that way, but I'm, I'm glad they went the direction they did with this one. Um I'm really happy they brought back the element of voyeurism, uh, in the sense that like you as the viewer are like looking into these people's lives yeah. and seeing like things you shouldn't normally see. Yeah. But because you're so honed in on that, you're not seeing the whole picture. I that's that element is amazing. it just acting is top notch this time around, all over again. Jonathan like was on, Oh my god. What a sleazy piece of shit. So good. Excellent
2: job. So good. That little ponytail thing. His little shit ponytail (laughs) and and just
1: his fucking dirty teeth and everything
2: about him.
0: Oh, God, he's awful. And I love it. You guys give me shit for liking the past. No, it's all John Leguizamo. Yeah, because
1: that's that that's that's cinematic genius right there. I mean, that's his acting chops really shining. I could feel there was something
0: there when I was eight years old renting that movie. When he's talking
1: about masturbating and stuff, yeah, okay. Uh, Overall, this this was this was great. This this season was amazing. I loved it, and and I can't wait to see what happens from here. So I don't think that spoils anything, does it? No, okay. Brian. When you're done blowing your nose (laughs) and picking boogers out of it.
0: In the middle of John talking. So there's no possible way for me to edit it out.
2: Yeah, sorry.
0: So, what would (laughs) you think of Bloodline Season 2?
2: Um, well... (laughs) I'm trying to make water go through John's nose right now. That's almost as entertaining as Bloodline. I I really... I enjoyed Season 2 quite a bit. I was like... we were just talking about um I really didn't think that it was gonna go beyond one season until the very end. Right. And then I was just thinking the whole time, waiting for season two to come out, like where the hell is it gonna go? But I, I was quite pleased in the end. It it was uh pretty awesome. I I wasn't sure like the first few episodes I thought they had a good momentum going and then things kinda like changed pace and I wasn't quite sure where the story was going but then in the end yeah it just totally paid off and it was awesome and I hope there's at least one more I think one more would be good Yeah
0: I don't think they could go past another season I agree So Uh yeah I enjoyed it quite a bit as well I liked that uh they shortened the season a bit to 10 episodes I feel like 10 episodes is a perfect amount of time yeah. to tell a story and where the Marvel Netflix shows have seemed to have a couple episodes too many, where they're just kind of like, nothing happened here, or I didn't like the way this plot line went for like an episode or two. I think this really. Bloodline's very much a slow burn TV show, and I think 10 episodes is the right length for that yeah, kind for of Yeah, for sure.
2: Thing. Yeah, when it got around to. I would say episode four or five I was thinking like this is going too slow for 13 episodes and then then I looked and saw that it was 10 yeah and I was relieved yeah and it stayed on track quite well yeah
0: um all the acting is fantastic the new people that they've added John Leguizamo was a welcome addition Bo Bridges is fantastic uh and then there's uh there's a few other people that I don't want to mention here because they're kind of spoilers for season one but um but everybody's great. Andrea Reesborough plays somebody who's, who's awesome in this season as well. Uh, so fantastic to have them along. The, the dude I went from, I went to high school with, was in it. Yeah. Which is, he, all, and he's, he in, shares, he's
1: in two episodes and I think he will probably make an appearance in the third season.
0: Yeah. He, he shares, uh, he shares some, some screen time with Kyle Chandler, which I'm very jealous of. And, uh, I'm glad that Kyle Chandler's mainstay line of, let me tell you something shows up multiple times in the show. <laughs> Cause every time it did, I just started laughing. <laughs> Um there's a super cut of him saying that in Friday Night Lights for those who don't who don't know that. And and it's like 3 minutes long. But um it's I think it's a fantastic uh these characters are so compelling that it's great to see them continue to develop. And I think that absolutely happens in season 2. Um and I really, like, I can't really compare season one to season two. I think season one, the freshness of season one is so awesome. And But I think season two continues that. So I think they're on a pretty similar playing field. Uh, but, yeah, I would absolutely watch it. I think it's worth the, uh, the $10 or whatever it is for Netflix for, like, one month just to sit down and shotgun all of Bloodline. Totally worth it. And uh, we highly recommend it. Yes, so. sir. All right. We're going to step right into Spoiler Terry for the show. Uh, if you don't want to hear it, stop here. Go watch all the show and then come back. But we'll be right back. Here we are in Spoiler Terry for Bloodline Season 2. Uh,. I'm so pleased with Danny's son's arc. Yeah. I was so ready for him to be the, the sleazy dude who's going to cause Kyle Chandler's life to completely unravel. Yeah, you don't yeah. want messing with Coach Taylor. And he's not that at all. Like, you start to figure that out maybe halfway through the season of, like, he's not there. Because when he shows up at the end of season one, my thoughts are, like, what the hell did he all see? Like, what does he really know? Like, could he be the one that can completely ruin John's life?
1: And I think all, like, what they really lead on is that all he really knows is he saw... uh he saw John, John and Kevin. and Kevin at the apartment that one time, yep. and that's it. And then he finds out his dad's dead. Yep. And he's got to figure out what the hell happened. And now that his dad's gone, and his mom like plays intermittent roles in his life, like he needs some kind of family. And so he's literally just trying to like make peace with people who don't didn't even know he existed. Yeah. And uh, and he he plays that. He, Nolan is his name, right? Yep. Nolan Rayburn. It's, I don't know the kid's name that plays him. But he looks just like he Danny. He looks though. just That's like crazy. Danny when when they do the flashback scenes with him as Danny. Yeah. He's got the lisp down and everything yeah, that Ben, was... ben Mendelssohn has like and I was happy that I mean they had a ton of Ben Mendelssohn in this that I didn't think they were going to have. Mm-hmm. Um but it was good to see him come back too. Uh obviously like he's not back from the dead or anything but um
0: Owen Teague plays Nolan Rayburn.
1: Owen Teague, props to you, man. Yeah. You did a totally. really you did an amazing job. Very convincing, very well done. I saw promo photos with you and my buddy Justin, who plays Hank, the uh the communications afghan ex Afghanistan expert. Um, you know, it was cool to see you guys hanging out. In uh it was yeah, like his his whole story arc is is just perfect. Mm-hmm. Like the whole seeing him you know you you think he's coming in as like this wild card you don't know what he's up to and then as he transitions into just like wanting to be a part of the family and like have structure and and love in his life um
0: i think i think is really cool he even even at that real briefly the fact that at the end of the season you see, you, you see him start to realize that he he ultimately like he like he was one of the driving forces of getting Danny back to the Rayburn family business right is heartbreaking like watching him have that conflict inside where he's like it's my I, fault it's my fault like my dad died which is not true at all like yeah. Danny makes shitty choices and he died because he's an idiot but it's that's heartbreaking but
2: i would say if anything he is actually one of the his intentions are better than pretty much every other character in, in the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually he, one of the most. He's the moral most innocent. Characters. Between yeah. him,
1: him and uh, Grandma Rayburn, I mean, yeah. they're they're literally like the only good characters. Well, like, even Grandma Rayburn has, she the has shit some, in her past. Nobody's entirely but, good, but in she's it, seeking but. redemption, and she's doing it through him.
0: So. She is too, and i and I felt like I was happy to see good things happening to Kevin, although we could argue whether or not they're good things now that he 's thrown in with the drug dealers that were above Wayne Lowry anyway, right. like I liked seeing good things happen for Danny as he kind of turned a new leaf, but even by the end of the or not danny kevin i 'm sorry i 've been talking about Kevin uh. But by the end of the season, shit's bad for Kevin now, I guess. Yeah. Well, so. and, and,
1: and John foreshadows that, too. Like, one episode before him, yeah. John sits there and yells at Kevin, and he's like, you you don't fucking think, and you jump into these things, and you make rash decisions, and you're going to bring us all down. Yep. And that's exactly it's totally what he, he does. It's, it's
2: very apparent from the look on his face that, yeah, he did not think things through yeah. <laughs> whatsoever in the end. Yep. um. Yeah, Kevin's just such a fuck up.
0: <laughs>
1: Who's the dude that plays him?
0: His name is Norbert Leo Butts. Dude's awesome. He's great. <laughs> he does a really nice I job. I feel
2: like he he'd fit right in hanging out with like Van Halen. I don't know why. He <laughs> I think he reminds it's me his, of one of the his people. It's his feathery hair. He If you want to see him.
1: It's uh, uh what what's uh, fucking um Van Halen singer's name. I can't think of it right now off the top of my head do i don't I'm, know. David Not, Lee Roth. Yeah, he looks okay. like he could be related to David Lee Roth somehow, <laughs> <laughs> with his feathery, thinned out hair. And,
0: ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, what else can we talk about? I thought I thought that last episode was heading towards. I thought for some reason Bo, Bo Bridges' right hand man, who obviously was above Wayne Lowry earlier in the season, right? I thought he was going to. Have Ozzy kill Marco to remove okay.
2: that and remove Marco Which from the equation. That might ultimately be the case, but by the time they yeah, get there. Yeah, that might be the way
1: they spin it. But I think, I think they're getting rid of Ozzy because Ozzy's going to cause them more problems.
0: Yeah, that's... That's entirely possible because
1: Ozzy is now like the total wild card. Like, doesn't give a fuck, anarchy. Like, I'm going to ruin everything about this family now because they've ruined my life completely.
0: Um, so he's. I he's wish there just- was a little bit more on that because you don't you don't really see that. Like, obviously, you see Meg talking to uh, to Bo Bridges a little bit about that situation, but she right. very much feels like it's handled. And I I don't really. I wish they would have. Spoken more to what, what the right hand man guy was doing there when he was collecting Ozzy. Maybe there's gonna be more that's, on it later. That's
1: what I think. It's gonna season three is gonna be wrapping that up
2: as well as seeing the fallout of From uh, Kevin's
0: c- murder. Yeah. I do
2: feel like, um, I mean, they only touched upon the history between, like, the the history between the Rayburns and was it the Gilberts? I want to say yeah. is Gilbert yeah. is definitely uh, interwoven Way quite deeper. a bit. Yeah, and I think they just touched upon that. And if there's a season three, that's going to we'll be a bigger part. Yeah, especially like you, the, when they um, do the last shot where uh, John's like just driving off away from the keys, he goes right past the Gilbert Resort sign. Oh, does he? Yeah. And wow. I thought that was kind of foreshadowing. Like, I didn't see that at all, but that's interesting. How they're going to play into the third season, but we'll see. I mean, that's cool. I yeah. I I thought Bo Bridges was awesome. Yeah,
0: I'm happy to see Bo Bridges, even though he is the lesser Bridges. Yeah, but. he's no
2: <laughs> no Jeff, but it's good. true.
0: And neither of them are Lloyd, but you it's know, true. I, who the fuck's Lloyd? Lloyd Bridges is the guy. <laughs> L- Lloyd Bridges is the guy in airplane who keeps saying, "Oh, it was a bad week to quit sni- huffing glue." Oh, okay, that's that's Lloyd. But that's their father, Lloyd. Oh, awesome. But um, a lot of Bridges. So, we can kind of go from here, I guess we've kind of been going character by character. what you get what do you think of meg um Meg's kind of fall from her New York job back into like her inability to get away i
1: th- I think that's just that is like the an integral part of the story and the theme of like you know this you can't the, escape like, your family bloodline yeah. like you don't you can't choose your blood like yep. you're you're constantly attached to it, and it you know, and, and her not being able to hold her job in New York and being thrown back into the keys, like is just that whole, she, she's a Rayburn and she's got this honor to uphold and she has family she has to protect. And she like, you know, when, when John's not there to fix things, like she's the fixer, but she's not good at it. Like she, she, again, like she makes rash decisions that aren't the best for everybody, you know, like, paying off Ozzy and, and shit like that, you know, like she's doing these things. Like she thinks she's doing what's best for the family, but and just like John does, like they're, they're ultimately like very, they're all very much the same character, mm-hmm. which leads you to this whole, like they're all just equally as evil in a way.
0: Yeah. Any thoughts on Meg, Brian? No, not particularly. She's, she's kind of hot, even though she's like 40 something. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> held up. Well, um, <laughs> What about John? Like John, whew, John, John feels like he's coming apart at the at the seams in this season.
2: I feel like he just gave up in the end. Like, like he's, yeah. he's just done with it all.
0: Well, we get to the point where his wife, uh, his wife Diana, knows Diana, she Diana knows, Diana, what's knows up. that he killed Danny, basically, mm-hmm. um, and and his family life scenes. I really liked the kind of um, weird hallucination fast forward that he had. Yeah, while the kids and Diana were at the table, and he was kind of imagining them like after him being arrested like, and why put did in you jail. Kill Danny. Yeah, yeah, that I thought that was interesting. Kind of seeing that glimpse into what was going through his head, but um, he didn't kill Obannon, which is interesting. Interesting, and leaves Obannon open to still kind of corroborate a story, especially
2: after Marco's dead. Right. Yeah. Um. I didn't want to say anything when Nick was around, but he's such a huge part of this season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I, I agree
0: with what Nick was saying in the beginning. You're just kind of like, oh, that's cool. Eric Abaddon's still around, but then Eric becomes more integral in the latter half of the season, yep. at the very least. So that's awesome. I was sad that Chelsea didn't get as much play. His sister, yeah, because uh, I liked her a lot in season one, and obviously, like she and Danny were really good together. And without Danny there, it's kind of. Yeah, hard I know that to, scene
1: where she comes out of the house with the shotgun pointed. That was, awesome. was like that,
0: that was so yeah.
2: good. That was great. So I, I again, like, that's another strong blood tie. Like yeah, you know, brother's like this, just a huge screw up, but he's still, I mean, still family, family first.
0: Him. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I and I won't, like. I what's uh? Is it Janie the daughter? Yeah, John's daughter. I hate her so much. Like just the way she's treating the whole situation. Like I understand, like you're you're a teenager. But she's she's your standard teenager. Like they think they know everything, but they know nothing. And like he, they like not even just John, but Diana are constantly trying to beat it out of her that like you don't know shit well, about what's
0: going on. I I'm so like maybe it's just the upbringing that we had or something, but I feel like. In that situation, I just wish that one of them would have sat her down and be like, that was the necklace that your aunt who died was wearing when and she died at the hands of Danny. Right. And you don't understand that that was Danny getting at your your father. But that's what it was. Right. Like, I wanted them to explain that to her. And she never... Like, maybe she wouldn't understand that. Maybe there's a good reason that they're not telling her. But I I, I would hope that... Her parents would I, be able I, to I, it's sit her down. A, it's and a deep, deep dark secret
1: it. that the whole family just tries to forget and Let's, move on from. But they again, like the tide of the bloodline. They can't move on from it because that's what's
2: keeping them together right now. I yeah. do ultimately feel like, yes, that like Danny did that as a threat. I mean, to get at John. Yeah. But um he would have never done it. Yeah, yeah.
0: whether or not he would have acted on it, I don't think I don't Absolutely think so. Not. I don't think that was in Danny's and Danny's, I don't think that, that, just that was
1: falls, his capability. That just falls into him making poor decisions. It's just, like, that—that that is his, you know, modus
0: operandi. Is He, to, he motivates people in the wrong ways. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of, you know. Uh, what do you think about Marco in total? Marco, Marco is
1: actually one of my favorite characters this season because he, he actually had time to shine. I feel like the first season, you, all you think of him is just Meg's ex-boyfriend detective that, like doesn't know shit but he plays such a huge role in this and i thought he i don't know the actor again he did a fantastic job but uh it, enrique murciano yeah he he yeah. was awesome his I, head
2: can really take a good hit too yeah man that was that was pretty nuts he i i don't know like the whole the dirt
0: that they had on Aguirre and and his uh him beating his wife and that kind of led to Marco getting his job. It really colored my perception of Marco a lot, too. Like, I liked Marco, but you, f- I feel like you really spend a lot of this season not knowing who to root for, which that's, I like. That's what
2: I was talking about with John. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody did something bad. Yeah. And it's hard to really root for them. So uh, Except for, I mean... Nolan, I thought was pretty innocent until I found out he burned down the. Uh, but even restaurant. that. But I kind of like, thought he. You, did, but, you even but, you get more on that
0: where he's like he's he wanted to get his dad the insurance. That's true. Money. Yeah, I mean I, that that
2: does. I don't think make that was the his case. Intentions a bit better.
1: I don't think it was the insurance. He was an angry teenager, and his nope. father well, told him to leave his life
2: and stay away from he, him. And- there was a part where he specifically mentioned the insurance, though. I know he
1: did, but, like, like look at it from the perspective of, of a I, someone who's been told, like, I want you the fuck out of my life. Go away. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I understand. And the only thing he loves more than the kid himself is that restaurant. And the kid was just told to stay the fuck away. Like, why wouldn't he just?
2: I get I get that. But and his dad said, "I don't care about that restaurant." The Zippo anymore.
1: scene, though, where he's flicking the Zippo and then it switches to him turning on the burner in the restaurant is yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think I feel like there's there's a lot to it. I don't think it's just that he was angry. I can acknowledge that he's an angry teen that has had trouble with his dad, and so him burning down the only other thing that his father loves, I get that. But I also kind of. Like, the idea that he burned it down to get his father the insurance money, I think is also... I think it's there. I think that was in his head at the time. I think I think that was a choice that he consciously made, partly out of rage and partly out of the, I think this will help in the long run. Right. But, it, you know, who knows at this point, I suppose. So that's... I I really enjoyed that. And yeah, I thought yeah that and was... I think w- when we hit season three, you're going to have big confession
1: come out of him for that. He's gonna he's gonna come out to Grandma Rayburn and be like, "I did this. Like this is all my fault. This is the reason Danny like came back.
0: This is the reason he's dead. He was gonna have that moment with John. Yeah, and he didn't get it, which I think is like that's part of the heartbreak to me. Like I I wanted. I wanted so much for John to understand that Nolan wasn't his father's son necessarily. Right. That I'm sad that that didn't come to pass, but I, also, like, it doesn't matter to I John, I do obviously. feel like,
2: um, I mean, obviously, his mother made mistakes in being a mother mm-hmm. and not being around in general, but she's not really a awful person either no she's just had his she's always had his best
1: interests like in the back of her mind too just just like danny did they it's, just make bad
2: decisions i like, think
1: that's
0: a little iffy because obviously she's banging ozzy yeah and I mean, she's, and and he and like that her main motive for coming down and making contact with them was to try and get money out of them again yeah but to it, stay away so i like that she kind of like if there was a Market change in her to be like, I'm going to be here with my son
2: because this is what he wants to do. I and like that. Ultimately, she told Johnny off too. So. Yeah. Or, Which sends him down a dark spiral.
0: Ozzy, you mean? Ozzy. Yeah, yes. yeah Johnny. Sorry. Johnny, Johnny, legs. Oh, Johnny Legs. Excuse me. Yeah, you're, <laughs> fine. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Ozzy, Ozzy Leguizamo. <laughs> jo- Jazzy. Um, this is going to be a really short episode.
1: No, I, I mean. That, that's I wish
0: Nick was here
2: because I feel also like he would okay. really he could draw some more stuff out of. He this. could talk for at least twenty minutes on his own. I'm yeah, sure. You no, know,
0: that's true. It'll be interesting to hear him. talk well, and, more I, and about I
1: like I like when he approaches things technically too, not just like yeah. you know from the.
0: He did tell. I can. I'll read off his text because he started re- watching the the first episode of season two last night, and he was texting me as he was doing it. <laughs> uh so he said started episode one of bloodline season two i said nice he said danny is so beautiful and i said ha 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 yes he is i said "Ooh, he's rocking a real shitty wig though and then i said damn i didn't notice i can be pretty oblivious to shitty wigs and then he said it's pretty nappy and then he's like they make florida look great and it's not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so th- those are Nick's preliminary that was the thoughts.
2: St- a statistic that I read was that um, Bloodline has actually spiked tourism in the Keys. That's interesting. So, and then people get down there and they're like, "Why the hell did I come to this awful swamp?" <laughs> it's 104
1: <laughs> degrees and it's muggy as balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, man, what else? What else can we touch you on? You were here? talking about
2: not, technical like, aspects. I really like how they. What you were saying about the uh, the voyeuristic, the, the voyeuristic aspect, yeah. I like how the shots make it look like you are watching from like a bush and seeing mm-hmm. like the family's dirty secrets that yep. you're not supposed to see. I really like yeah. every, how they do that. Almost, it's every almost like shot a thriller is
1: framed like like that, like
2: looking through a window pane or through bushes yeah. or something. Like when I first started watching Bloodline, I wasn't quite sure. Like, is somebody going to jump out and stab these people? <laughs> I don't really know. It's Ozzy
0: um i i really enjoy this is something they did more i think last season uh i i enjoyed but they did a lot of it with john this season in terms of the uh showing danny in his head like being in the car with him that was cool like they did a lot of it last season with like john's younger self and and other
2: well, they did it People. with Danny and Sarah a lot. Yeah, yeah, remember. that's true. Like, she's on the bus in the, in the beginning, I'm going to say.
0: So, I, I, I enjoyed that they continue to do that. I like the language that they've built around the show of, like, knowing when somebody's kind of hallucinating and and also in terms of the flashbacks as well. I think you... Yeah, you'd, the
1: the whimsical, ethereal sense that they they put up, like, the filter they put on the flashbacks is
0: really cool. Yeah. Um. I like that Danny's still kind of twisting the knife from beyond the grave. Yeah, and John.
2: <laughs> I think that's ultimately Danny won.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean you can you can pretty much say it. like uh, Danny's kind of completely ruined John's life in a way, but the Rayburns in general. Yeah. But uh that's he, he
1: brought them down just like they they brought him down, you yeah. know. Said, uh it's called karma.
3: <laughs> yeah, and sure. it's
1: a bitch. <laughs> it is um hmm. we probably should have recorded this like sooner after we finished the series i feel like i'm forgetting things well
0: i just finished it on saturday so i have i feel no like excuse. i'm forgetting a
1: lot of things that i should probably bring up but i i can't
0: um how about let's talk a little bit more about the gilberts and and, and bo bridges about him kind of financing danny's Sheriff Run. Uh, uh John's Sheriff John's Run. John's Sheriff Run, excuse and me. And basically
1: financing like the Rayburn's whole operation.
0: Yeah, like giving Meg keeping Meg on retainer and not also just that, Cabin. but he
1: hints that in the fact that he's the one who helped Robert start the the
2: uh yeah. the resort. With probably uh with drug drug money, money. Which <laughs> is funny because yeah. drugs went through there in the last season. So
0: I liked the kind of the way that Bo Bridges plays Gilbert is very it's off putting, but you're kind of like, All right, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm I like this. Like they're all yeah. in a place where they're willing to hand power over to somebody. Right. When it comes to his position. And and it kind of is very interesting that like Meg is really the only one that comes to understand that he's dangerous. Right, and then kind of Kevin starts to learn
2: when that dude shows up, but even then he doesn't really know well well Meg's the one that deals with him directly the most, yeah and and yeah, John's basically just telling Meg like, do whatever do, do what you gotta let do let him do whatever he needs to do for us, kind yeah. of thing, but yeah, that that should be really interesting in the third season, yeah, i and there is one just the
1: idea of like money means power. You know, mm-hmm. and he drugs clearly has more power than you know, like like Brian, like you said at the end of the season when when John's driving past the Gilbert resorts, you know, like he's just gonna turn Kevin's boat and marina into another resort, probably like because he has that power over Kevin now or something, you know, like he just like his 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 power's growing, his influence yeah. is growing and and it's taking like the the Rayburns are this like you know, wealthy, powerful family, like in the Florida Keys. And this guy is like super wealthy and powerful too, but he has more wealth and power than them. And he's basically kind of like, you know... Maybe this is assimilating. Maybe
0: he's essentially trying to get back at Robert in some kind of way. Yeah, possibly. Which will be because you don't know the relationship between
1: him and Robert. Like nothing has really been hinted at that other than the fact that like he says like, oh
2: yeah, well your dad, you know, like how do you think he got started or whatever he says exactly? I don't, I don't remember. I wonder if they were uh, in the uh, navy together and there's history there. Yeah, they're gay lovers or something. It's possible.
0: Did you guys think, for some reason, uh, Sam Shepard, who plays Robert, he's in one flashback this season.
1: He looked way older and in yeah. worse
0: shape than he did the entire first season. I
1: thought so, too.
0: I'm a little worried Well, in the about first that. season, he had a heart attack, remember? That was not real. <laughs> okay. It was part of the show. <laughs> but, yeah, um, they still haven't gotten those heart attack special effects in place. They got to give people actual heart attacks. Yeah. So no, I'm kidding. I did. But I
1: did like that flashback but with him and and Danny
0: and Nolan. Absolutely. I yeah. thought that was very. It was just weird to me that he seemed like he was in way worse shape yeah. than he was in, in season it one, just which is sad. Sometimes. No, I understand. But if this season is gonna, if season three will play more into this, then it, it, it's disappointing to me that we won't see Bo Bridges and, and Sam Shepard interacting. It's likely that we won't see them interacting as much if. Sam Shepard's health is deteriorating. Yeah. So, but obviously they'll probably cast younger versions of them to kind of talk about the start yeah. of the resort and things like that. Right. So it's, you know.
1: I, I like that scene though, because it really shows, it shows Danny's true colors, I think. um, Just how he's willing to do whatever he has to for his son. Yeah. And he's willing to give up his own, his own opportunities to make sure his kid's taken care of. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, like, if, if I were Robert Rayburn and my son's st- sitting in front of me asking for money and I give him the option of, like, you can better yourself or you can better your kid and he owns up and he's like, just help the kid. That would speak volumes to me over, like, who my son, who I thought was this piece of shit, has become. Yeah. And I don't know if if, if that made... If that actually like happened. Like obviously they don't go into any background on, on like the after effect of that other than the fact that the kid's receiving five grand a month or something like that. Like yeah. obviously not because the mom's just taking it and
0: using it. But Oh well I like I liked uh Robert's comment there is kind of like well congratulations. You're an adult now. Like good, right. good job. Like you have these things <laughs> going on. So now take care of your child and I can help you with the business. Or you can have me take care of your child, and you can deal with the business. Right. Like, I thought, it it seemed to me, that I wouldn't, like, the way that Robert was, Robert seemed very traditional, obviously. Um, Danny's son, like, Nolan is addressing him as sir, and he's very careful. Like, it seems like Danny's kind of coached him as to how he needs to be with, right. with Robert. I think Robert is so... He'd be so unlikely to do something like that and be like, I see that you've changed. And this is, you know, even, even in season one, Robert, Robert tells Meg to take him out of the will. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of like, it's almost like Danny got back to the keys and, and, and Robert was just kind of like, you still haven't gotten your shit together. Like you say you have, or you almost did but it still hasn't worked out for you. And that's kind of I like I like the obviously it's great that Danny wants to support his son before himself. Right. I think that's awesome. But it's it shows you kind of the difference in like their positions as fathers. Yeah. Like it's almost like Danny's kind of like I'm maybe, not gonna be you, yeah. Like and we, Robert's yeah, like, again,
1: like maybe Danny's just holding that over his dad's head that he's he's a better father. Like he thinks yeah. of he's thinking more of his son's, you know, interest than his. Like, yeah, he's doing something his dad didn't do for him. You know, like when he should have stuck up, you know, for his son and like helped his son out. Instead, he we buried, shouldn't have beaten his yeah, son and beaten him senseless, broke <laughs> his arm, whatever. Like maybe he should have just like you know, accepted what happened and like figured out a way beyond that, but Yeah.
0: Um other things to talk about.
2: It's just a, an interesting show. I mean, thematically like what it's re- what it really comes down to is what would these like seemingly normal people with an interesting history uh do to protect their family, you know? I mean, yeah. Like, how far away from doing something like that would the average person be? Do you ever wonder about that? Like, what would you guys do for each other? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How far would you go for family kind of thing? Yeah. If something that crazy. I don't think I would help you get away with murdering Andy.
0: (laughs) I don't think I would. I would never do that. We're not in that situation, but I don't. That's. And I don't expect you to help me murder Andy. So, you know. Right. Well, I'm glad that's recorded. Yeah. You definitely can't do it now. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) In both accounts.
2: I
1: mean, it's obviously like a product of circumstance. It would depend on what exactly had transpired, (laughs) I guess. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think that is interesting. To me, it's kind of like thinking about all these families in power, like... You know the Clintons have done weird shit like this, and sure the Trumps have too. Like it's it, all over political families and people who have power. Well, this all kind that, of stuff.
1: That dude, that uh, the Stanford, the Stanford uh, swimmer guy. Yeah. I mean, he, family's got a ton of money. You don't think they paid off that judge to yeah. give him a six-month sentence? You know like, they watch
2: Bloodline season one for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: So that like it's that is a great theme. It's a cool exploration for sure. So I I appreciate that as well
1: at what lengths will you go to honor your bloodline
0: yeah or yeah. maintain honor within your bloodline whatever <laughs> I feel like this show must be based off of some like japanese tv it show it probably is <laughs> or like
1: some really old proverb of some sort you know like it, it, if you you think about it i mean that's all danny's really been trying to do is like you know maintain honor or like regain the honor all this time and no matter what he does he just can't do it yeah just it's nothing's ever good enough yeah especially
2: from beyond the grave yeah it's hard when you're dead (laughs) it's really hard to hard to be honorable restore honor very true
0: very true so
1: any other thoughts I would love to know what other listeners think about the show. I totally. feel like I mean I know we had the request to do the Bloodline season two. Yeah, um, let
0: me let me pull up who that was so I can give him a shout out. I don't know if anybody ever wrote in
1: over over the first one to talk about it, but I, I'd really like to know what other listeners think, especially like fan theories and things like that. If you want to talk about season three with us, like shoot us an email.
0: Johannes Meyer, uh hit us up on Twitter. That's J O underscore M E nineteen ninety uh, to to talk about Bloodline season two, and uh, yeah, I think we all wanted to do it. So yeah, we, we definitely
1: could. did, and it's. I'm glad somebody else is interested in it. Yeah, so. share,
0: share. Please write in. Let us know what you thought of this season, where you think it's headed. Let um, us know
1: if you think our fan theories are
0: totally bogus or not. Yeah, I I wonder I ha, I need to go back and listen to the first season because I'm wondering how much we talked about where we think what it's going to go gonna and happen. what actually has happened. So that would be that would be good to do. So do uh, that. Write in. Feedback tweet, at com. Tweet us. At MFN Podcasts.
1: You can tweet me directly
2: at Sean Constantine.
0: Yeah, C-H-O-N Constantine.
2: Yeah, I don't feel like spelling it either. I would like some suggestions on how to sell people on this show. Like get them to actually watch it. Because I have a hard time convincing people to watch it. Describing it properly without giving things away.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think the, the the thing is, like, season two, even though it's ten episodes and I took longer than you guys, I think I watched season two longer, or quicker than I did season one. I think season one takes, it takes a lot out of you to watch an episode of Bloodline season one. Like, it's yeah. it's kind of yeah. hard. It's hard to
2: want to wanna binge it. Well, knowing that there's that many left, too. No, I knowing, actually knowing binge 13. it within two or three days, but actually.
0: I feel like it's also even more of a slow burn than season two is and so it it's kind of hard to tell people be like you want to start it by saying i know it's slow but you just gotta stick through and then like episode by episode six like you're probably gonna be hooked it's it's kind of like people talk about final fantasy 13 and they're like Dude, once you get past the first 60 hours, the game really <laughs> opens up. And I'm not even, like, joking about it. It's, it's either, like, 30 or 60 hours is, like, where the, where the like, training wheels come off of that game. And it's just hard to make somebody yeah. get into Well, that, I but. mean,
1: it was the same thing with Breaking Bad, too, if you think about it. Like, Breaking Bad, like, the first season was only, what, six episodes? Mm-hmm. And, like, you literally had to watch all six episodes before you were even remotely caught into the story. Like, yeah. You had yeah. to get to the end, like I. The way that thought...
2: pilot episode starts, though, I mean, you're immediately sucked in. I feel you,
0: like. you get the premise of the show, but to really show
2: the, to sh-
1: really let it dig its claws yeah. into you, you have to watch I, all. I will say
2: episodes. season one, like the how it o- opens one with John Bloodline, yeah, how he's narrating. Um, What's going on and like what happened? Uh, I to never Danny. thought this would happen. Yeah, he's that. Saying. That got me interested. Totally. And, and him dragging Danny, maybe alive, maybe dead, through the uh, swamp was was intriguing. I think that's what made me go through it so quickly. Yeah, is that I wanted to see like how they got into that situation.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it, well, yeah. Season one had that consistent, like, the, I mean, that literally him swimming through the swamp or the the beach to get him to the boat and everything like that happened for like the first four episodes. Like they were showing
0: that little bits and pieces similar to like the
1: long
2: swim,
0: man. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And and I mean that's like that was cool to have that as like a you know a driving force to get you to be like holy shit what's gonna happen like what is going on with these guys like
0: because I think I think the reason that that's not here in season two is that you don't need to know that there's that mystery at the end of, like well, you're, that's you're so, so you, invested yeah, in and you, everybody at this season point. two lacks
1: the narration too yeah. throughout I mean that's John narrated through the majority of season one I feel like you got a lot of him talking and this yep. this time around there isn't any of that yeah so and I, and
0: I think that. I think that's okay. I think it, it works well. Because well, I feel like once you've bought into those characters, you're just kind of like, I want to see where all this goes. Right. So,
1: But that, like Brian was saying, that's very difficult to explain to people who aren't watching it. Yeah.
2: Well, people are like, well, what's it about? And I'm like, uh, it's about a family that uh, runs a resort in the Keys. And then, then they're think, probably rolling their eyes like, say, oh.
0: I think you can kind of say it's about a family with a dark history whose secrets begin to come out yeah and i think i think that's if people are gonna watch it or not i don't know but i think that's kind of safe to say without giving anything away yeah man
1: i got one of the guys at work to watch it
0: and he was super pumped when season
1: two appeared in his feed so i mean that that was like he and i have talked about it a little bit and he you know he he loved the direction season two went um, but he, like everybody else at work, it's been a kind of a hard sell, you know, like obviously yeah. like everybody has lives where like they, you know, you've got shit going on. You don't have time to sit and like watch 23 episodes of a TV show,
2: but not everyone's a fan of the slow burn approach I, yeah. either. And I, I think people, I, I'm totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I, this, uh, instant gratification binge watching
1: bullshit that everybody does. Like you don't have to do that with this show. And I think it might lend itself, uh, it might it might do you some good to not binge this and yeah. like actually let each episode sink in and and do its thing to you mentally so that you come to to the next episode with questions like yeah. a good set of formulated questions that you want answers to and then see how that pans out
0: so yeah. I think that, that like that's probably one of my favorite things and what a lot of our audience that has listened to the preacher podcasts mm-hmm. likes is that I've been ending the episode by talking about. All the questions that that episode raised, right? And then hopefully by the end of the season we'll be able to answer some of them, and some of them are going to go on writing them down. Yeah, yeah. So so it's
1: maybe maybe when season three comes out we can do like
0: episode recap style. Like that'd be cool. I've been thinking about how weird that is with Netflix shows and whether or not people do that with like with Daredevil because it's kind of at that, at that rate then you're telling people don't binge watch this because come and listen to us for 30 minutes to an hour and then go go watch more right so it's that one's kind of iffy i like the end of the season wrap up but if we could figure out a compelling way to kind of do that that we would can be record them all at once yeah <laughs> yeah
1: right maybe just like a sort of live stream kind of thing like let's all watch the episode together kind of thing yeah and talk about it post episode sure you know and take like you take 15 minutes and talk about it like through a webcam and then you watch the next episode you know what i mean like i don't know something like that might be cool but yeah definitely i I want i want to hear what other people think about this show because i love it we we love it i I want to know what everybody else thinks totally
0: all right. Well, thank you to both of you for sure. coming to talk about Bloodline. It was Bloodline. a pleasure. We yeah. also talked about Warcraft. We recorded both of these episodes in one day. So thanks for all well, the podcast's
2: out for the day. Yeah. Yes, me lord.
0: <laughs> uh, not sure what next week is going to end up being, so I'll have a better idea of that by the end of this week
2: since I'm going to be out of town. But, uh Yeah. You know what those game nerd people are going to do.
0: Yeah, the game nerds, we're going to be talking about E3. You can expect that to come out. Um, it should have been out the Monday before this episode comes out. So uh, you got that going on. Uh, gone to Texas will still be in full swing while I'm gone, hopefully. And uh, that'll be pretty good. Keep up with Preacher and, and, and listen to our show. And um, learn the lyrics to the Bloodline theme song. Yeah, yeah. I do scroll down to the blare
1: of the Sarah
0: Florida Keys. All right, <laughs> I think I think we've jumped the shark on this episode. Calyx, why go watch a movie or Bloodline?
1: Watch a TV show.